The LFA family coming to you live from the heart of America, Nashville, Tennessee, on rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is ungoverned. It's going to be a spicy one today. Just a warning. That's your disclaimer for today. Jackie and Dina and anybody who has seen or who has been with us since the 2021 Loud Majority Days has probably seen this show before. (laughs) This one today. We're going down the DEI road, folks. We're going down the DEI road. For those of you who have not been down the DEI road with me, we're going to go through what New York State's guidelines were, and we're going to show you that uh, the leak, the Nashville Manifesto leak, that props to Steven Crowder and his team was able to get out to us yesterday, uh, is a direct result a direct result of the DEI system. What is DEI? Diversity, equity, inclusion. You've all heard about it. Uh, If you were with us back in 2021, you heard about it before anybody else heard about it. It's a direct, this, this manifesto and the writings that were in there, it is no surprise what the three or four pages that leaked. It is no surprise Uh, as to why the FBI and the authorities and the mainstream media and all the people on the left did not want this getting out. And I know that there were people, you know, uh, on the other side of the aisle, left-wing ideologues, etc., who were, oh, what do you think is in there? What do you think it's going to say? We thought it was going to say exactly what it said. We thought there were going to be radicalizations and motivations and sentiments and statements and thoughts on paper that were going to reflect the dangers of radical left-wing ideology, teaching that to children, and and we thought it was going to illustrate the mental health struggles of somebody who does not know what gender they are. And that's exactly what it has shown us, the three or four pages that have leaked so far. Folks, transparency is not a bad thing. Anybody who said, well, the families are offended by the leak. Now, I don't know any of the families. I hope this doesn't hurt them. But I would like to believe that if this happened in my family, your family, anybody else's family a school shooting, someone you loved was taken from you soon. You would, too soon, you would want to know the motivations behind the person who did it. I know it's probably hard. It's probably, it's probably tough. It's probably still raw. It probably still stings. It's got to, it has to, I get it. But don't you want to know how to prevent the next one? Obviously, that starts with uh, an FBI that is paying attention to real threats and not Trump supporters. You know, the transgender, and I'm going to do my best not to say the name of the shooter today. I may slip once or twice, but I believe once the shooter has been killed, they deserve no further notoriety. Yeah, apparently the shooter wrote down that She should have been caught and could have been caught multiple times. You know, 
It would be nice if the FBI, which is telling you, oh, we're tracking all this domestic terror stuff because 80-year-olds are wearing these hats in supermarkets because someone went inside the Capitol, walked within the ropes, because someone left a voicemail on their congressman's phone. Oh, we're going to vote you out. Oh, that's intimidation. Because someone said the election in 2020 was stolen. It would be nice if your intel agencies, the intel apparatus, you know, the spying apparatus that is here in the United States of America was actually spying on people who were looking to actually do harm to other people instead of watching folks who wear the MAGA hat. Instead of watching folks who go to school board meetings. Instead of watching folks who organize at a grassroots level to make real change. It'd be nice if just one time, once, the FBI FBI actually stopped one of these lunatics before they did real harm to people. The Buffalo shooter, the Nashville shooter, the Orlando shooter the El Paso shooter, the Colorado shooter, the Vegas shooter, all of them, all of them were on the FBI watch list. Let me ask you guys, folks, what the F are you watching on the FBI watch list? What are you watching, the World Series? What are you watching, Monday Night Football? What are you watching, Impractical Joke? What are you watching? They're on your watch list. What are you watching? When are you going to stop watching and start doing? Yeah, oh, apparently, we have it, we have the pictures. The Nashville shooter bragged, oh, I could have been caught today. Why weren't they caught? Why wasn't she caught? Because the FBI and everybody's obsessed with clinging to power instead of keeping people safe. Because they are more focused on you and me doing this show because we wear this hat. Because we believe, and rightfully so, that 2020 was stolen. And you're living through the consequences of a stolen election. They'd rather watch that. They'd rather tap my phone. They'd rather tap your phones. They'd rather get your data. They'd rather knock on your door instead of stopping people who are hell-bent on real, homegrown domestic terrorism here in the United States of America. And I am so done with it. I'm so done with it. How many people have called you a Nazi? I've been called a Taliban before. I've been called a Nazi before. A white supremacist. A domestic terrorist. An extremist. I've never once, not ever, thought about doing what... what the Nashville shooter did at the Covenant School. We speak out against this violence. But you're watching me. You're spending energy watching me. You're spending energy watching everybody who's in the chat right now. You're spending energy and resources and time and money and man hours surveilling school board meetings instead of stopping these things from happening. All in the defense of what? The system that produced the shooter. The Nashville shooter is a product of the system. We have been talking about this since October 7th after the Israel attack on Hamas. All of the anti-Semitism, all of the same rhetoric, all of the same language that has been used surrounding Jews 
and Palestine and colonization. And it's an apartheid. It is modern-day South Africa. That's what we hear from the radical left. That's what we hear. Why? Because that's what the system taught them to say. When we show you the pages from the manifesto, and then I show you New York State's own DEI guidelines from 2021, it will, without, beyond a reasonable doubt, prove that this system caused that tragedy. Don't go anywhere. We have that. It is election day. It is election day. All across the United States right now, local elections. Specifically, the one I'm paying the most attention to today is in Kentucky. If you are from Kentucky, I don't want to hear BS. I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear, but it's rigged, but they're going to cheat, but this, but that, but it's hard, but it's raining. I don't care. I need you to get out and vote. I need you to tell all of your friends and family that you know vote or they don't vote, but has a vote and is registered to vote and get them out to the polls and go out and vote if you're in Kentucky. And there are several other states that major things are happening. So this applies to you too. I'm just very, I like Daniel Cameron a lot. I think he'd be a phenomenal governor up there in a state that borders us to the north. If you're in Kentucky, please go out and vote for Daniel Cameron today. If you're anywhere where there are local elections, New York, same deal, go out there and vote in your local elections today. These elections are more consequential than we give them credit for. Please get out and vote for these candidates. Please. It's very important. And if you're in Kentucky specifically and you know anybody, I don't care how you have to contact people. I don't care if it's a text, an email, a phone call, a carrier pigeon, a raven, smoke signals, Morse code, shining a light, knocking on a door. I don't care what you've got to do to get people's attention. Get their attention, get them to the polls, get points on the board. We have to win in Kentucky today. If Daniel Cameron pulls it off, he was down big in the polls. Until when? The Emerson poll that came out we showed you yesterday. Before and after, what significant date did we see the shift? October 7th. If you don't believe there's a major shift in the electorate happening right now. Well, I got a story for you. I'm not going to use names and tell you who told me this story. But there are people waking up. There are people waking up. All across the country. Specifically Jewish voters. Who are sick to their stomach over what they're seeing from the Democrats. I'm telling you, this divide is huge. Drive the wedge home. We got the manifesto. We have some more pictures from the uh, anti-Israel, if you want to call it a demonstration, and the, and the media's latest characterization of the demonstrations. Folks, remember fiery but mostly peaceful protests? We have one that's going to rival that. You're going to like it. You're going to like to see that one. It's going to be funny. Um, so we have that. Uh, we also have Vladimir Zelensky. Speaking of it being um, uh, election day, you know, it's election day today. Around, uh, Did you know that uh, Vladimir Zelensky, president of uh, Ukraine, has decided um, now is just not the right time for elections, guys. It's not the right time. It's just not the right, don't you know? It's not the right time. I wonder why it's not the right time. Because his term is up. Because not the, it's just not the right time. And Joe Biden has the lowest approval rating since Jimmy Carter for an incumbent president. So, you mean lower than Trump? Yeah, yeah, lower than Trump. All right. 
I got the honey. We got to talk about that. Some big things going on with the honey. Uh, before we get to all that, I want to get to a word from our friends over at Switch2USA.com. That is Switch2USA.com. Switch2USA.com. Here's a quick 30-second video while I catch my breath, and uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about them. We all want to make a difference in our country and, and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping, it's that simple. We're gonna link arms and we're gonna shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is Switch2USA.com, ladies and gentlemen. You now see it on your screen right there in front of you. We have been talking about how the world's going crazy, literally. With supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices, we know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time while so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people were forced to close. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, you can vote with your dollars. That's how we make a difference. And shop Factory Direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer for all of your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, <clears throat> now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. No more made in China. Switch to made in the USA. One of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation is to shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than their shareholders and corporate executives. I encourage you to join this parallel economy that has been formed and join the massive sweep that is happening through the Patriot Nation and decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up. My friend Maria will call you back. She's right there dead center of your screen if you're watching on video, rumble.com slash LFA TV. If you're watching on or you're listening on audio, that is at switch to number 2 usacom you go to the website, you'll see her there as well. Maria will call you back to enroll you. Then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop that is switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. Last but not least, we also have the LFA TV store. LFA TV.us. Let me show this to you on the screen. You see that if you go to the website, LFA TV.us, there will be a pop up that will bring you to the show that is currently live just in case. You've got any issues finding the show one particular morning. You can also go to the LFA TV store. I want to tell you about that. This LFA TV store, <clears throat> the are, are clearance items, only 10 bucks until they're gone. There's also a bunch of new merchandise on there as well. That's not on clearance, so check it out at LFATV.us. Click on the LFA TV store tab. Or if you want to go directly there and avoid one of those steps, you can just go straight to jeremyherrell.com slash store. jeremyherrell.com. Dot com slash store. Any new faces in the chat today, Brennan? Have we found anybody who says it's their first time today? Anybody who is new? There might be, but it's hard to <clears> say <throat> because they don't always say I'm new. When right. They start chatting. Well, if it is your first time in the show, I let us know. I suck at life. That's why I need God. He's new. I, think. I suck at life. I saw that. Yeah, they were asking where you were from. Yes, Tennessee. Well, New York, but now Tennessee. New York. New York. Uh, it's a welcome to the show. I suck at life, and that's why I need God. Is that what is that his whole name? That's the full name. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, uh, <laughs> Saw says it's always my first time. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Stop lying. Fake okay, news. Nana's tribe's new. Uh, Nana's tribe is new. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Dawny Nine is new. Welcome to the show. Yep. Yep. Very good. Hello, Aiken. Hello, McGroins. First time in the chat. Bam. Six MIA. Welcome. Very, very good. All right. We're going to talk about the manifesto, ladies and gentlemen. We got to get this. We got to get this show on the road. I, I hope you enjoyed the beginning of the show. If you could please leave us a thumbs up. Who's new? Someone says third time Trump Ferris 2024. Yeah, hey, I'm up. I'm all about it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Anna, Anna Priest is a first-timer. Welcome to the show. A lot of new faces. If you're a new face, I hope you enjoy it. Please enjoy. Please stay for the entire show. Make sure that you're following our channel here, rumble.com slash LFA TV. A lot of newcomers the last couple of days. Make sure you're sharing this with your friends. And, uh, and also make sure that you are uh, subscribed to us on audio, just in case we have any video issues. We always upload on audio. Anywhere you get your podcast, just search on Govern. Really appreciate it. The manifesto leaked, ladies and gentlemen. The manifesto of the trans school shooter has been leaked, and it is full of anti-white hate. It, there are uh, disturbing messages all throughout this thing. I want to get to the, uh, the statement from the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department uh, and their statement here. This is the updated statement from a friend of mine who's got, uh, he gets these statements pretty quickly, so here you have it. Uh, I'm greatly disturbed. This is Chief John Drake, who's, uh, I believe, son, or was it his son that was on the loose the other day? The guy who was running around, the, the police chief's son, right? That was like he shot at people. The blue alert or the silver, whatever it was, it was the blue alert. Yeah, it was the, the he was his son, I think, that was running around Nashville causing a problem. He says, uh, Police Chief John Drake, I am greatly disturbed by today's unauthorized release of three pages of writings from the Covenant shooter. The police department is extremely serious about the investigation to identify the person responsible. This action showed a total disregard for Covenant families as well as the court system, which has control of the shooter's journals at the present time. Due to litigation filed earlier this year, it is now pending in Davidson County Chancery Court and the Tennessee Court of Appeals. We are not at liberty to release the journals until the courts rule. Our police department looks forward to the ultimate resolution of the litigation concerning the journals. And look, the police department's in a tough spot. I get it. I think transparency is a good thing always, always, always. When things can be blocked and slow walked and just shoved down and suppressed through the courts. It's a bad thing for the people. We deserve to know what is going on. And so the manifesto is out. And let me just tell you something here. If that manifesto had, you know, I'm doing this in the name of Donald Trump because Donald Trump is my savior and Trump 2024, you know, that would have been out immediately. It would have been out as soon as the shooting happened. Bodies wouldn't have even been cold yet, and the shooter's manifesto would have been out. Because it happens every time. White supremacist shoots up Buffalo supermarket. Manifesto full of anti-black racism and white national every time. But when it's one of these people, one of these sickos, radical left-wing terrorists, we don't get the manifesto until someone leaks it. So I don't like that statement from the Metro P. I understand why they're saying it, but I'm, you know, I, I take it with a grain of salt. Here is some uh, leak, and it's obviously authentic. Local media, as well as as you could tell, the police confirmed it was authentic. Fox's uh, Nashville's Fox 17 confirmed through a source that the pages are authentic. Now you have obviously the police department. Yesterday they said, "Oh, we don't know if this is actually it. We're not too sure." Now this morning, we're very upset that the manifesto leaked. So it's that. That's it's it's legit. Here is the first of uh, three pages of the leaked manifesto, courtesy of obviously Stephen Crowder, a louder with Crowder team. Got to give them credit. I, look, I'm not. I don't listen to Crowder. I've never watched an episode, a full episode of Stephen Crowder. I, I was never into it. It is what it is. There's stuff going on around there. But as I do all the time, to be fair, we give credit where credit is due. If it wasn't for Crowder and his team, we wouldn't have this right now. 
So credit, hat tip, Steven Crowder and the Ladder with Crowder team. That's what it's all about. I may not love the guy. I don't watch his show. I would never tell you to watch his show instead of my show. But credit where it's due, hat tip, props, kudos to the Louder with Crowder team for getting us this information. That's what I like to see. Here it is. First picture. Kill those, kill those kids. That's nice. February 3rd, 2023. Going to private fancy schools. Kill those kids, those crackers. Going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks and their daddies, Mustangs and convertibles. F you little... I wish to shoot you. I mean, just look at it. I want to to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of little... Not another nice word about gays, you know? Your white privileges. Isn't that funny? You have an LGBT person using LGBT slurs, almost like this person is just angry and upset and twisted. That's in the manifesto. They look like a right-wing extremist to you. I know, I know, right? The FBI. Well, you know, uh, parents who go to school board meetings present a uh, real danger to the school board trustees. Like, shut up! Where were you? While this person was festering. Where were you? While this person was planning to do one of the worst acts of terror. Maybe not in terms of the death count, but in terms of the type of attack. Children. Teachers, a school, where were you? I know. January 6th. Gotta make sure that the Stephen Andaliches of the world have their houses raided while he's half-dressed. While men with large guns point them at him. Gotta make sure that people like Matthew Perna are tormented to the point of killing themselves. Same with George Meacham. Same with Chris Worrell, a cancer patient who had to run away. I don't know. MAGA hats. That's, that's where you were. Can't look at the radical left-wing terrorists that are festering, writing down their notes on what to do. No, no, can't do that. Here's the second page of this manifesto here. You can see in the... Uh, uh, it's hard for me to see now. I gotta try and see if I could if I could zoom in on that picture because uh, it's it's on the the short screen there on my little screen there. I wanna, you know, it's not easy to sit here and talk about stuff like this. Children dying and now my my internet's not loading. So it's here we go. Uh, let me see if I can get to it. Oh, of course, Twitter blocked most of it. Uh, See if I could find... I have the pictures, but I'm not going to be able to find them. Well, you can see it on your screen there, I guess. Yeah, this potentially sensitive content. Uh, of course, I'm trying to find the actual uh, pages there, but I can't... It's, I'm not going to be able to see them. It says, There were once... There were several times that I could have been caught. Especially in the summer of 2021. wonder what that means. Several times that I could have been caught, especially in the summer of 2021. Why weren't they, why wasn't this person caught? Because the FBI doesn't care. Because the shooter is not a Trump supporter. 
Not a parent at a school board meeting. Not someone who went in the Capitol on January 6th. We have been saying for years and years and years and years that if the FBI continues to divert resources away from what matters, it's going to allow it an easier time for bad actors to do bad things to good people. That's a conspiracy theory. That's fear-mongering. It's real. You're looking at it. Here's another one. The Death Day. Look at this. See it on your screen there. Hard to read. Again, I don't have the... Like I said, it's kind of tough to pull up the picture here. Unfortunately, I, I don't have the ability to see the picture. Here we go. I have it now. I can zoom in on my screen. Uh, and you, you have it in front of you. I could read from there. An entire list of what to do. A timeline of what to do here. Pack up special belongings, backpacks, test the knife for glass breaker on dad's old cars, leave for the Royal Range, gear up and set up guns in the trunk, get out the vest, leave for the Covenant School, arrive for the Covenant School, prepare for attack, lock and load all weapons, open fire towards... I don't know what that says there. But I mean, let's just reflect on that first page that I'm going to put on your screen here. Kill those kids. Those crackers. I told you I would draw the parallel between this and New York State's guidelines. So let's bring up New York State's guidelines, shall we? The New York State Board of Regents Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion guidelines right here on your screen. If you're listening on audio, please listen. I told you that on pages 19 and 20, for those of you who are on Long Island in New York State and your school board didn't realize that this was in there, your board trustees didn't even get to page two of the document if they bothered to read it at all. Lines 19 and 20. Page two of the DEI guidelines in New York. A confluence of events has brought us to this point of reckoning including the senseless, brutal killing of black and brown men and women at the hands of law enforcement and the ensuing demands for real and enduring racial justice in the face of this humanity. Inhumanity, sorry. A renewed wave of discrimination and hateful rhetoric directed at those thought to be different or somehow not quite American, including but not limited to Jewish Americans, Muslims Americans, LGBTQ individuals, individuals with disabilities, immigrants and refugees, especially those arriving at the southern border. These national tragedies have combined to create a perfect storm, a storm that is powerful enough to propel us beyond the systemic racism that has come to define America's institutions. This systemic racism pervades all aspects of our lives, including policing, education, healthcare, employment, housing, access to capital, and in almost every other conceivable realm. 
limits our potential as individuals, as communities, and as a nation. There is no single isolated answer that will solve these pervasive problems. Rather, the approach must be holistic and inclusive. And the state education department in New York schools will be an integral part of the solution. The way we educate new generations of students will shape our nation's course for years to come. Let's go back to that manifesto, folks. Systemic racism, huh? Systemic racism? You mean like talking about white privileges and white kids that are privileged and have daddies with Mustangs and go to fancy schools that this shooter attended as well? This is a product of DEI. A direct result of what I just read to you. A product of DEI. Is it by design? Do they want this to happen? I think they do. These sick freaks. Can't get them in the womb. You'll just get them in the classroom. Right? Radical left-wing nutbags that are sitting there indoctrinating children, radicalizing children to do what this shooter did here in Nashville at a private school to what, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, ten-year-olds, whatever it is? That only goes up to, I think, fifth grade in this school. Sixth grade tops. A direct result of DEI. That's not all from the DEI stuff. Let me show you what New York State told you was the goal of education in New York State. The goal. Right there you see it. New York State Education Department's own CRS framework is grounded in four principles. Welcoming and affirming environment, high expectations and rigorous instruction, inclusive curriculum and assessment, ongoing professional learning. Nowhere in there, nowhere in there does it ever emphasize excellence in education or actual quality. All agenda-driven garbage. Look at this. Ensuring coherent opportunities for students to actively participate in experiences that prepare them for a lifetime of civic engagement. What is civic engagement? That means being involved and engaged and a part of the civic process. Politics, local politics, school board politics, electioneering, campaigning, running for office, etc. And what else? Oh, social, social justice. Social justice activism. Oh, oh, civic engagement and social justice activism. You mean like standing on the corner with a protest, Black Lives Matter, sticking that fist in the air, not knowing what the hell you're protesting for? You mean that type of social justice activism? Or is the type of social justice activism that they want to happen, that they want these children to be engaged in, is the type of social justice activism, the type of activism that the Nashville shooter took it upon herself to do? You know, kill the white kids in a fancy school. A direct result of DEI. A product of the DEI system. And unfortunately, unfortunately, because of the sheer number of students who have been indoctrinated and forced to learn and forced to hear and take in this garbage, Unfortunately, because of the sheer number of students that have been put through this system, I fear that this one in Nashville is not 
even close to being the only one. Not even close. Are you paying attention? This is why when I talk about local elections, Daniel Cameron, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, New Jersey, New York, this is why you must pay attention to your local elections, your local office holders, your local elected officials. You must pay attention because this stuff's going on in your backyard. The next Nashville shooter is going to pop up somewhere because that person has been radicalized by the system as well. A direct result of the DEI system. A direct result of the DEI system. The manifesto confirms what we thought. What do you think is going to be in there? You think it's going to say something that, you know, oh, it uh, proves they're a left wing? Yeah, that's why we wanted it. We wanted to know the motivations behind what this person did in the Covenant School in Nashville. Now we get the leak. We see that the wording and the rhetoric in the manifesto basically lines up with one of the most liberal states' guidelines on DEI. Yes, that's what we thought the manifesto would say. Yes, that's exactly what we thought was in there. I don't want this to be the case. I don't want to be right about it. But it is the case. And it is time to stop sitting on our hands. Many of you are very active, and I appreciate that, and I love that. Many of you know people who are not dialed in. It is time to get the people in your inner circle, the ones that are at arm's length of you today, and get them involved. Maybe this show is a little too spicy for them this morning. Maybe they need someone to break it to them a little nicer. So you can listen to this show a million times and then break it to your friends nicely. Hey, Cindy, Mary, James, John. Hey, uh, don't listen to this episode because he's kind of going nuts. But he's going nuts because he's passionate about all of the bad things that are happening as a result of the system that you keep voting for or the system that you don't think is worth getting out and voting against. It is time to increase our number. We can't let this keep going on. We have to share this everywhere. We have to reach out to our closest friends and family. We have to have these tough conversations. We have to make sacrifices. You may lose friends over it. I did. You may have problems in your family over it. Been there. It's worth it. Or do you want to watch this happen in another elementary school somewhere else? My request, my challenge, my call to action is to find, like I said, one friend who you think would hear this information, whether it's from me or it's from you, you know, from me by proxy through you, and get them involved. Bring them into, not just this channel, but bring them into the movement and start making a difference. All right, I want to get to a word from our friends over at letsgobrandontoken.com. That's letsgobrandontoken.com. Ladies and gentlemen, 2,000 people watching the show right now. We're at uh, almost 600 likes, so thank you very much. Keep the show, uh, keep the likes coming. Make sure that you're sharing the show with all your friends. I hope you're uh, enjoying it this morning. Uh, I told you it was going to be a little spicy. I know some people are like, ah, the yelling. If the yelling isn't good, come back tomorrow. Maybe I won't be as upset, although we're going to have... Oh, 
somebody. We're going to have somebody on tomorrow uh, working on it. I can't wait to introduce you to this guy, my buddy. Uh, he's here in Nashville and got some pretty cool uh, interviews yesterday and some cool footage. So I can't wait to introduce you to him tomorrow. We'll have him. We'll have him on. He's amazing. Uh, and uh, and you let us know how you think our chemistry is <laughs> tomorrow while we're on there. Um, but we have we have uh, a word from Let's Go Brandon Token right here. Right now, ladies and oops, that's not let's go, Brandon Token. Please keep the likes coming, and uh, and we'll keep on moving through the show. As we said, this is let's go, Brandon Token.com. ladies and gentlemen. I want to introduce you uh, to let's go, Brandon Token.com. Take a deep dive into the world of cryptocurrencies, where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. I am thrilled to introduce you to let's go, Brandon Token, which is a unique token. Excuse me, unique token. Ah, uh, that. Sets itself apart. I'm sorry. I'm really crazy. That sets itself apart from everybody else because of its unique approach to giving back. Uh, 2% of the transaction uh, go directly to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with our values. Let's Go Brandon Token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back into the community so you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of this vibrant and supportive community. They're also developing a non-custodial crypto wallet called Freedom Finance, which provides you with full control over your assets, ensuring security and peace of mind. And that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Token has got you covered, offering self-paced classes designed specifically for beginners, which provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. So visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com, and become a part of the incredible movement that we have here. Let's embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in crypto does involve risk and is important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not uh, financial advice, but it is, of course, friendly advice uh, to check it out. Let's go, Brandontoken.com. Let's go, Brandontoken.com. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, one more thing here. Uh, remember this amazing product uh, project. It's called Make Honey Great Again. And you know, there's a Trump rally in Florida tomorrow. And uh, the Make Honey Great Again booth is going to be there. Go see Todd, Make Honey Great Again. You know, he was on the show a few months ago. This is the product right here. Ladies and gentlemen, this right here. There's 2,000 of you watching. Pay attention. Look at this beautiful. Look at that. Isn't it great? It looks like the greatest president in the history of our great country. Does it not? It looks fantastic, doesn't it? This is the Make Honey Great Again Pure Raw Ultra Maga Honey. It's on the website there. MakeHoneyGreatAgain.com. Uh, bottles are 20 bucks. Now, uh, they always say, give the Don a squeeze. Squeeze them. All right? You go to makehoneygreatagain.com. You can pick up a bottle. Now, holiday season's coming up. There's no better stocking stuff for Christmas present. No better gift uh, for make honey uh, that for, for your friends than some honey from a pure, raw, ultra maga made in the USA source. Makehoneygreatagain.com. Use the code SEAN45, S-H-A-W-N-4-5. And if you're at the rally tomorrow in Florida, in uh, Hialeah, Florida, down in the Miami area, uh, Todd is going to have his booth down there, and he is collecting uh, any, any honey that is sold down there uh, is going to, 25% of it, I believe, is going to January 6ers again. But Todd is going out there to be helping them during the Christmas time, January 6ers. MakeHoneyGreatAgain.com, code Sean45, or say hello to Todd tomorrow. Let him know I sent you. If you go to the website, you're not going to get anything off by using the code. It just tells him where you heard about us, and then he gives us a little bit, and it helps support our show, and it helps support 
Uh, Todd Gerhardt, Make Honey Great Again, and the Jan Sixers again. So that's makehoneygreatagain.com, code Sean45. Pick up uh, five of these. Give them out as gifts. Bring them at Thanksgiving. Stocking stuffers, whatever. Punk your liberal family. You know, hey, here's some honey. I want to see you flip out over honey. You know, we named one of our kittens Betsy Ross. So now there's going to be, uh, I can't wait to see what liberal freaks hate a cat now because of her name that she didn't even choose. Anyway, uh, makehoneygreatagain.com. Check it out. Pick it up. Really appreciate it uh, if you could do that. Let's keep pushing through now. Facebook has uh, censored the manifesto. We know that. If you put it up, you're going to get shadow banned obviously because it goes counter to the narrative. And the FBI is obviously refusing to comment on the leaked Nashville shootings and shooters manifesto. Uh, obviously, the FBI is not commenting on it because the FBI probably in some way, shape, or form feels responsible for what went on at the Covenant School. We started off the show saying, saying the same things. You know, if this person thinks that they could have been caught in the summer of 2021, why weren't they? It's because of what we were saying, what we've been saying. If the FBI continues to divert resources to peaceful, to, to surveil peaceful protesters on January 6th, if the FBI continues to divert resources to surveil parents at school board meetings, if the FBI continues to divert resources to people who wear a Let's Go Brandon hat or a MAGA hat, who are just expressing and exercising their First Amendment rights, if the FBI is worried about those people, then people like the Nashville shooter who said, oh, I could have been caught, won't be caught because the FBI isn't putting them higher on the list of priorities. They're not taking action where they should. They're busy chasing their own tail. Then they are stopping actual threats. Facebook is complicit as well. Sorry. Facebook is complicit as well. Censoring the shooter's manifesto. Because, of course, you can't have anything that goes go counter the narrative. Oh, you can't have that. Just like they censored what? What does this sound like? Does this sound awfully similar to the Hunter Biden laptop? Everyone's focusing on the leak and the way the information got out. And it's not appropriate for the information to be out there right now. No one's blamed the Russians yet, but I'm sure that's coming. Everyone wants to focus on the fact that there was a leak and not the information that came out. Well, uh, uh, out of respect for the families, we're going to uh, censor this so the families can grieve. Listen, I understand that they're still probably going through really, really tough times. It's not even been a year. But knowing the motivations of the shooter and being able to stop the next one very just equally as important so that there are not more families who have to go through this. More on the manifesto tomorrow. Don't miss tomorrow's show. Please keep the thumbs ups coming. Please share this show. Please share it with one of your friends. Make sure you subscribe to us on audio as well. We're going to move on from the manifesto right now. And to more hypocrisy. Anti-Israel protesters desecrate monuments to American Revolution near the White House. And they wrote very nice messages on there. You know, death to the USA. That's nice. That's a nice thing to put on there. Oh, we can cry. Thanks to uh, Rashida Tlaib. We can cry. You can cry. We can all cry. It's okay to cry. Had enough of that. Here's some of the messages that were scrawled on. Is it there? Yes. Here's some of the messages that were scrawled on the uh, statues 
outside of the White House in Washington, D.C. You know, again, they tell you, oh, these are just uh, misunderstood. It's recycled Black Lives Matter, right? Remember? All cops are bad. Defund the police. White people are bad, right? The whole thing. Back in 2020, all these uh, groups are just misunderstood. They are protesting the injustice. They're using the exact same narrative to talk about these pro-Palestinian, and in this case, pro-terror protests in D.C. Look at this. F. Biden. Okay. Listen, I can get behind that. Death to USA. See that on the left-hand side? Death to USA. Interesting. Death to USA. That sounds like a peaceful group to you sound like a group that you know i mean we heard about the gallows oh the gallows watch january 6th is someone to put the cat turns out that was probably an fbi guy by the way the gallows there were gallows constructed oh they were chanting hang mike pence they were chanting hang mike pence it says death to the usa on a revolutionary war statue no 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 Oh, don't worry. Uh, Ed Krasenstein, or one of them on Twitter, said, it's just a misdemeanor. Okay. All right. So you can't write, you can't say, stop the steal. Stop the steal is a bad thing to say after the 2020 election. But you can absolutely write death to the USA on a statue and face no consequences. Listen, I'm all about the First Amendment. You should be allowed to do both, to be honest with you. I don't like seeing death to the USA. But it's the first, it's freedom of speech. I mean, you're not supposed to vandalize statues. That's illegal. But you could chant whatever the hell you want as long as you're not actually calling for people to die. You know, you can say, death to the USA. Or you could be like, kill Tom Brady. As long as you're not seriously inciting violence, fine. I'm a free speech absolutist. A lot of you are going to disagree with me about it. But that's just the way it is. I believe even speech I disagree with has the right to be spoken. It's the double standard that I have an issue with. And then there's this hypocrisy. I mean, just let's let's look at this one now. This writing on the statue. Tranny thags for Palestine. I didn't write it. Can someone tell these people that if you are what you, you know, a a quote unquote, these are their words, not mine, tranny fag, what happens to you if you're in Palestine? Says it on there. Tranny fags for Palestine. I want to find the tranny fags who wrote that and introduce them to some video of what happens to tranny fags in Muslim countries. You love them so much, why don't you go try and live there? You know what will happen to you? He died like a dog. That's right. Splat right off a rooftop. Sean, that's insensitive. Guess who doesn't give a damn today? Me. What's uh, Bongino's favorite phrase? Brennan, you said it on his show. Cutesy time is over. Cutesy time is over. I'm done being cutesy with these people. They don't deserve that type of treatment. These are the people writing death to USA on statues. You want to say tranny fags for Palestine? <laughs> what? That's another one. That's a funny. Free Palestine, free Ireland. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know there's a whole, you know, the NRA and all that stuff. Whatever. Look, 
these are these are, you know we said a cows for steakhouses, chickens for Chick Fil A's, hens for foxes, tranny fags for Palestine. <laughs> you go try and do that crap in Palestine. You tell me how that worked out, if you can, because you know these people are resilient. If at first they don't succeed, they try, try again, right off a rooftop. This is my favorite. This is my favorite headline, by the way, and my favorite Chiron from uh, from twenty twenty. Remember the fiery but mostly peaceful protest? Remember this? We got fiery but mostly peaceful protest. He's got goggles on, a gas mask. The, <laughs> it looks like a war. It looks like Gaza City behind this guy. It's fiery but mostly peaceful. That nice. Well, we have a new one. We <laughs> we have a new one. <sighs> From an ABC reporter. Mary Bruce, the White House gates this morning after passionate protests over the weekend. <laughs> Death to USA. It's just a passionate protest, guys. <laughs> Folks, please, I don't give a damn that Wheel of, For- Wheel of Fortune is on ABC every night. Please stop watching them. Please. Do you see what they're doing Folks, it said death to USA on the statue. It's a passionate protest. Somebody wearing this hat said stop the steal. And they're considered an insurrectionist sitting in jail without a trial. There was an auto zone on fire behind the CNN anchor and they called it fiery but mostly peaceful. We have a statue in Washington, D.C. that says death to USA on it. It didn't get there by itself. The statue didn't write it on its pedestal. These protesters did it. And what do we get? Well, uh, the statues have been defaced in a series of passionate protests over the weekend in front of the White House. Mary Bruce, ABC News. Media is not your friend. Matter of fact, they're the enemy. The enemy of the people, you know that, the enemy of the people. <laughs> Man, this show has flown by. This show has flown by. Folks, keep the likes coming. I want to get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms. Oscar Foxtrot Papa Farms. That is OFPFarms.com. OFPFarms.com. Ladies and gentlemen, OFP Farms has quality goat milk products. Where is it? Where is it? Where's the joker? OFP Farms has quality goat milk products for everyday use. Soaps, lotions, lip balms, all natural pain relief and beard products. Why goat milk? Here are some of the benefits. Goat milk helps to heal skin and promote regrowth of dead skin cells. Damaged by everyday life, harsh chemicals, and exposure to the elements. It is packed naturally with vitamins A, B, C, E, and K. OFP Farms creates, produces, and ships directly from their farm. Products are made with premium ingredients in small batches to maintain quality. They're a family-owned and operated goat farm. Patriotic, America-first, God-fearing company. So be sure to visit their website. If you see it on your screen right now, if you're watching on rumble.com slash LFA TV on video, if you're listening on audio, it's OFPFarms.com, OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com, and browse their selection of products. Don't forget to use promo code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 1515, LFA 15, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15. 
for 10% off. Sorry, for 15%. What am I talking about? For 15% off your entire purchase. OFPFarms.com. 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 Promo code LFA15. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky says now is not the right time for elections in Ukraine. Now is not the right time, folks. It's just maybe because he's about to be running for re-election. It's not the right time. No, no, no. Now is not the... This is my Zelensky impersonation. Now is not the right time for elections. Please give us more money, President Biden. Uh, speaking of President Biden, he's appro- his approval ratings are the lowest for an incumbent seeking re-election since Jimmy Carter. Brennan, let me ask you a question. Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter, was he before or after Donald Trump? He was before. So if this is the lowest approval rating since Jimmy Carter, does that mean that Joe Biden has a lower approval rating than Donald Trump did? Seeking re-election. Lower. Lower. Yes, lower. That's correct. <laughs> lower, Bob. Yes, you're correct. Joe Biden has the lowest approval rating of an incumbent president seeking re-election since Jimmy Carter. Historic lows, ladies and gentlemen, and lower than orange man bad. That is despite the fact that Joe Biden's got a friendly media, friendly print media, friendly internet uh, censorship uh, apparatus, Facebook, Google, YouTube, all on his side, Twitter, still somewhat on his side, Instagram on his side, all of those things working to his benefit, and he still has the lowest approval rating since Jimmy Carter of an incumbent president seeking re-election. That is bad news. Now, why would that be happening? Well, we've been talking about this divide for the last couple of weeks. And we've been talking about, and one of the things I said after the 2020 election, after Biden was sworn in, was that the silver lining is that this is going to be one of the biggest wake-up calls in the history of the United States and some, a wake-up call that a lot of people needed. Here's a story of a man named Brady. Just kidding. Here's a story from somebody, a, a listener of the show that I got this morning. I'm not going to say names. I, I want to keep privacy big. This person's mother has a good friend of several years who she met at the local senior center where they live. The woman is in her 80s, a lifelong Democrat, and the woman is Jewish. So like I have, have explained, that would be your generational Jewish voter who has reliably voted Democrat. Okay? This is, by the way, in the state of New York. The listener's mother suspects that the 80-year-old Jewish woman, who is a Democrat, voted for Joe Biden, but never asked because she didn't want to have a, you know, an issue with the friendship there. There's no reason for it, really. Yesterday, apparently... This woman, this 80-year-old Jewish Democrat, was so beside herself about the anti-Semitism that she asked our listener's mother, how do I register as a Republican? I will never vote Democrat again. I'm telling you, if you think that 80-year-old Jewish Democrat is the only one doing that, you're not paying attention. I want you to look one more time, and I realized this yesterday after the show. Maybe this is what's happening. Maybe it's not. I want you to look one more time at the poll, the Emerson poll, with the Kentucky governor's race. It's back-to-back polls from Emerson, and obviously the latest poll has the largest sample size. Look at the dates. October 1st to October 3rd, Emerson found Bashir up 16 points. October 1st to October 3rd, Emerson found Bashir up 16 points. October 30th to uh, November 2nd, 
Emerson with double the sample size found Cameron up one point. The same pollster in back-to-back cycles produced two totally different results. But to me, the sign is evident, I think, of a shift that has occurred over the last month and one that has happened almost on a dime. October 7th, the attack on Israel and the open, proud, emboldened, braggadocious display of anti-Semitism on the left that shocked Jake Tapper. Also shocked a lot of people who didn't realize what was under the surface of the Democrat Party's nice silver lining, right? If we see a quote-unquote red wave today, look back at October 7th and think, is that what changed it? I think it's possible. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you so much for watching and listening. As always, we really appreciate it. We got Jeremy Harrell coming up next at 11 a.m. Mike Crispy, Unafraid at noon. Loud Majority with Kevin Smith at one. Matter of fact, with Ryan Matta at two. Wrong Think with Anna Perez at three. The Santilli Report with Pete Santilli at four. Live from America with Jeremy Harrell again at five. Culture Wars with the Great Will Johnson at six. Based America with Drew Hernandez at seven. Brave TV with Dr. Jason Dean at eight. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. We will never, ever surrender. If all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you to all of our new faces. I hope you're here to stay. Hope it didn't scare you away. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, To anybody who's not able to get in the live chat for whatever reason, we miss you, but we are glad you're here. Please hit that thumbs up button on the way out. It really helps us fly up the charts. And make sure that you are subscribed to us on audio. 2,100 people watching. Uh, We'll see what happens as we continue on. Please hit that thumbs up button on the way out. Make sure you're following and subscribe to the channel on the way out. Make sure you're subscribed to us on audio, anywhere you get your podcasts uh, on Ungoverned uh, on your way out as well. Make sure you share this with a friend. Please do not comply with any nonsense because compliance is surrender. So do not comply. Do not surrender. Thank you for watching. God bless you and God bless this one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And we'll catch you back here tomorrow morning, same time, same place, rumble.com slash LFA TV for Ungoverned, 10 a.m. Eastern. Keep it locked here for the best coverage all day long, and we will catch you back here tomorrow.